0: Podcast if you look up Marysville3cu.org, and we would be happy to hear from you. Just email us at contact at Marysville, the number 3cu.org. But uh, we're going to be on the book of John today, and our message title is Be Comforted. Be Comforted. So, you're probably familiar with the phrase comfort food. When I say comfort food, it might mean something a little bit different to each of you um, but it's comfort food it might be it might be the the food that you remember growing up as a child. Uh, if you had good childhood memories, not everybody did, but it might be that that thing for some it might be the food that's got a bunch of carbohydrates in it, right It gives you a little bit of sugar to pep you up a little bit it, It's those kinds of things that comfort food some people it might be uh, Something, some kind of ice cream, or it might be chocolate, or for some people it's mashed potatoes and gravy, and, and something. As long as there's mashed potatoes and gravy, you can add whatever protein you need to it, and it's all good, right? It just depends on your background, but it's that comfort food, that thing that makes you feel comfortable. You know, you might have watched that movie, I don't know if you saw Ratatouille, but in Ratatouille, you've got the critic that comes through, and, and uh, he's, he's, he eats a, a dish, that the the rat makes for him, and I don't mean, it was a literal rat in this cartoon, right? He makes this dish and it's called ratatouille. It's a peasant food, but it brings back the memories of comfort and peace. So comfort food, so I want you to be comforted today. Be comforted. I'm not serving you mashed potatoes and gravy. I don't have ice cream out in the foyer and I don't have any chocolate, so at least with me. Because then I'd have to share it. So that would be a problem, right? But let's read as we look into our passage of Scripture here, John 14. So we're going to read uh, and and review verses 15 through 31, but we're going to do it in a section. So I'm not going to read all of it right now. We're going to read the first section and we'll talk about that. And then we'll go to the next section uh, piece and talk about that. But I want you to be thinking about be, be comforted. Be comforted. So John 14, 15 through 18 is our first section. John 14, 15 through 18. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may, be able, he may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, know because it is neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. All right. So he's going to, what's it say? If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will, and this is Jesus speaking, and he will give you another helper. Some of your translations might say comforter. The underlying word there is, in the Greek, is a word called paraclete. Paraclete. It means to come alongside. Come alongside. Can you, can you think about that where you've had someone and you, you, wish, you wanted somebody just to be there? It's nice to be there. Sometimes if you go to a funeral and something, sometimes people go there and they try to say things that they shouldn't say because they feel like they have to say something. Can I tell you, sometimes when you go through that visitation line of somebody at a funeral, you just, just need to shake their hand or or whatever is appropriate at the time, you look at them and you're there. That might be all they need. Sometimes what you say could be worse. I've heard people say things, I'm like, that's not good. That's not good. If you don't want to know what to say, just smile and say, I'm sorry for your loss. And They don't need a speech. They just need your comfort. But somebody to come alongside. You know, something happens at work and it goes bad. You just want somebody there. You might not even want to talk. You might want to talk, but you might be the kind, you just want somebody there. I don't really want to talk, but could you just stay with me? Have you been in that situation? The comforter, the paraclete that comes alongside paraclete, it's the Holy Spirit and he comes and, and he's with you. He's beside you. He's, he's, and you're like, well, yeah, you can talk to him. You can just talk to the Holy Spirit. It's, you're praying basically, right? You're just talking. And you can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. And that can be a comfort to you. But you might say, Lord, I don't know what to say. I'm just... And just kind of be... I just need help. And allow the presence of the Holy Spirit to come alongside and comfort you. You don't know what to say, but the Holy Spirit understands and that brings us this comfort. But the paraclete... See, they were leaving. They were... He's trying to get them ready. He says, I'm leaving. Because this is before Jesus had died on the cross. This is before the crucifixion. It's before His death. It's before He was buried and rose again. And it's before He goes to ascend to the Father. And He's preparing them. I'm going to send a comforter. I'm going to send a paraclete. I'm going to send someone to come alongside. So be comforted. We have the Holy Spirit that is available to us. That he may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. This is before Pentecost. The Holy Spirit's abiding with them. But see, at Pentecost, they're, they're, they got to the point. And post-Pentecost, we'll talk about this. You've heard me preach about it. We come to this point where we surrender to God and say, okay, come in. Come in and be in charge. I've asked for forgive my sin, but I'm, I'm unclean. Come in and cleanse me. Come in and take control He he is with you, but He shall be in you. You have the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to be in you. To have His presence with you and in you, guiding you, directing you. So you can no longer be, what does the Bible say? Double-minded. The old song says, be of sin the double cure." Save from wrath and make me pure. Save from wrath is the forgiveness of sins and we can go to heaven. Make me pure is the Holy Spirit coming into our house. Coming into our heart house and cleansing us. He is with you, but he shall be in you. He's preparing him. It's prophecy of Pentecost. He says, I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. I'm not going to leave you desolate. You think of an orphan, they've lost their, they don't have a parent. They don't have someone to teach them. They're alone. Who's going to provide for them? Who's going to give them food? They have followed with Jesus and been with Jesus and listened to Jesus and talked with Jesus and they've learned to rely on Jesus, rely on what he's teaching, rely on what he's telling them. And it's like, now what are we going to do Because, see, they had Jesus present in an earthly body. They could reach out and touch him. And he's saying, listen, I'm sending the Holy Spirit to abide with you and to be in you. So you can't see Jesus. But the Holy Spirit is with you. Remember when we preached about all the hosts were out there and it said they those are with us are more than those are with them we have the holy spirit with us to guide us to teach us to correct us to instruct us you know it can be a scary thing when you make that transition from childhood to teenager to adulthood because now you become responsible you know before there's 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 security as a teenager you might complain about I got all these rules but those rules give you security when those rules are removed and you can make your own you can get yourself in a lot of trouble but you're like I got to worry about the insurance and what about the insurance and then I got the car and what's with this loan stuff and then I've got to decide on this and I got and so all of a sudden it's all coming at you and you feel alone it's almost like I don't have my parent anymore see Jesus was leaving their teacher, their mentor was leaving. Now what? He says, I'm sending a comforter. I'm not going to leave you desolate. I'm not going to leave you alone. I am sending a comforter. You're not going to feel like an orphan. Be comforted. We have, we can't have the Holy Spirit. If we are obedient, we can have the Holy Spirit if we're following Jesus. We get the benefit Especially when we're in a place of surrender. All to Jesus, I surrender. All to him, I freely give. How many times have you had that time? You wish to talk to someone. To have someone to talk to. Someone to help you find your keys. Yesterday I lost the ladder how do you lo- lose a ladder? So what, what, what happens in my household if I can't find something? I ask my wife, do you know where I put the... In the house, you might have an idea, but out in the garage. So then, if I don't know, then I start calling through my children. <laughs> you know, the, the ones that are still living at home. Hey, do you know where I put this? Or when you were last here, do you know what I did to the... I couldn't find my ladder. I was like, then you're like, did somebody steal or something? So, so my wife, she's, she's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm praying about this. So, so guess who can help us find our ladders in our life? You, the Holy Spirit. I found it. I found it. It wasn't in an obvious place you might think, thinking, how do you hide a ladder where you can't find it? But that's another story. But you can't find your keys. You know, it's not just the, we're like, it's just the spiritual stuff, right? No. I need help. I need somebody to talk to. Should I buy this car or not? Should I move or not? Should I take this job or not? Who do I talk to? You pray and allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. Now, if you choose not to listen to God and, and, and you don't have your sins forgiven, then you're not taking advantage of the benefits that is there. But you might have asked Jesus into your heart and you might be following Jesus, but you're not praying and asking him when you have that trouble. It's like, I can't figure out this computer problem. Well, Lord, I need some help. You know God can help with computer problems too. Sometimes he might send some other people to help you. You might have to humble yourself a little bit and ask somebody for help, but you're learning to be humble, so he's training you still. Or it might be whatever you're trying to do is not something you're supposed to be working on. He's got some other priorities. But see, he teaches you. He's there for you. He can mentor you. He comes alongside. So be comforted today. As a follower of Christ, can you sense that he can be in the room? Maybe you sense him in the room now, he's here. In the room, you're not alone, you're not abandoned. What's that song, reach out and touch him, as it were? And the deeper you go, the more reliant you become on Christ, the closer, the more intimate that relationship. Let's move on to John chapter 14. Again, we're still in the same chapter, verse 19 through 24. A little while longer. And the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live, you will live also. Be comforted. Because he rose from the dead, so will you, if you trust in him. At the day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps him, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Verse 23, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and he will come to him and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words and the word which you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me. So let me read verse 24 again. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. You need to be keeping his words. But let's look at verse 23. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. I'm not sure if you heard it or not. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Who's the we in the hour? He speaks, Jesus is speaking of a relationship with the entire Godhead. He's not saying, I will come to him and make my home with him. He's saying, and we will come to him and make our home with him. We will come to him and make our home with him. Do you remember back in the book of Genesis, it says, in the beginning, God? When you read through that passage of scripture in creation, it's in the plural. It's in the plural. It's not God the Father. It's in the plural. The we, the Godhead. And in 1 John, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And nothing was created without Him, and things created. It's talking about Jesus was there at creation. Jesus didn't show up. God the Son did not just show up, and God created Him at the time that He was born in Bethlehem. He existed at the beginning. And he humbled himself and came. But they're saying, what's saying, being said is, is if anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our, <coughs> our home with him. <coughs> We're developing a relationship with the entire Godhead. Isn't that exciting? The entire Godhead cares about us God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Care about us. Be comforted. Jesus came in the flesh. And He went back to the Father. But now we have the Holy Spirit abiding with us. Abiding with us. Verse 25. We'll read 25-31. through 31. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. He's going to help you remember. He's going to teach you, verse 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, "I am going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I am going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes that when it comes, when it does come to pass, you may believe, I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave his commandment, so I do. Arise, let us go from here. Jesus had been with them, been with them bodily. and you're, We have hope to look forward to the time when we'll be able to see Jesus face to face. But in the meantime, we are not alone. In the meantime, we're not forsaken. In the meantime, we're not isolated without a teacher, without someone to set boundaries for us, someone that cares about us, someone that encourages us, someone to come alongside. We have the ability, if we follow the Lord, to have the Holy Spirit not only with us, but as we surrender our lives to him, not only for forgiveness of sins, but we surrender and say, come in and God, I want you to take control. He can come and be in us. And not in us, because he's in us when we get saved. But he can't have complete control unless we surrender. Unless we allow him complete control. Do you sense the Holy Spirit teaching you? Do you sense the Holy Spirit instructing you Do you sense the Holy Spirit saying stop doing this or start doing that? Or maybe the Holy Spirit's just saying I've got you. I've got you. And it's as though he envelops you if you need a hug and a hug. And that sense of closeness, that sense of warmth. And when you're doing something you shouldn't, it's in that sense of That's not right. And it's a sense where he draws you. And sometimes he brings to remembrance where you left your keys. Or maybe he brings to mind, hey, go look over there for that ladder. We're not alone. So be comforted this morning. Let's be standing together. In our worship time, we sang the song, He Knows My Name. You're not just a number with Jesus. He knows my name. Father God, I pray that you'd be with each one in the sound of my voice. Father, some might be listening later. They might be unable to come to church. Might be unable to get out. Or maybe, Holy Spirit, you directed them to this message and they just needed comforted. They found it somewhere online. But Lord, I pray that we here, or wherever, would sense your presence. And Lord, if the Holy Spirit is drawing someone this morning to do something, that they would be obedient. Lord, help us when we go to the times of difficulties to be comforted. Sometimes it's the Holy Spirit coming along, it's that still, small voice. Sometimes you send others to help and it brings comfort. Help us to ask for your help as you're there. But Lord, we pray that we'd sense your spirit in a sweet way this morning, that we would have an attitude of obedience, and may we be encouraged. We thank you, Father, for these things. In Jesus' name, Amen. I'd ask the congregation to keep their heads bowed and